Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you are listening to this right now, it is necessary that you get out of your house immediately. I don't know how or why this is happening, but as far as I'm concerned, it's not safe for anyone to be listening to this inside right now. Get in your car, go to the nearest town or city and listen to this there, because I don't know how much longer it is until that thing comes around to you or anyone else that's important to you. I don't know what this creature is, what it wants, or how many of them exist. All I know is that it is driven to kill and will stop at nothing to make sure it gets its job done. If you failed to follow these directions, at least... Please lock all your doors and windows. Turn off the lights. Stay somewhere safe and make sure your presence is not known. Once you have done that, continue listening to this. I will explain what is happening to the best of my knowledge. One night I was sitting at home watching TV. It was a rough week, so I was glad that the weekend finally came. I would sit around doing nothing and not really care about anything. Everything seemed normal, or so I thought. But while I was watching TV, I noticed something odd coming out of the forest in my backyard. It was a man. Well... I'm not sure I could exactly call it that. He was about five feet tall, very white, completely naked, and had very long arms. And I mean, very long arms. They were dragging behind him like dead weight. The way he walked almost made it seem like they were carrying a burden to him. His hands were dragging a very large object behind him that I couldn't see at the time. As he took each step, I noticed that he walked in a very lumbering motion. Each step seemed to drain the very life out of him. I almost wanted to go help it. That is, until I saw its face. As it got closer to me, I saw that where his eyes were meant to be, there was nothing but two glowing red dots, resting in swollen sockets on his face. He had no nose and he lacked lips as well. His mouth was stuck in a very wide grin 
and his teeth were very large. That is to say, if they were teeth, they were more like nails protruding from his bleeding gums. It had long, jet-black hair that almost touched his waist. The thing paid no attention to me, dragging whatever it was carrying behind it like it was his eternal duty. I could hear his soft panting and saw fog coming from his mouth after each breath, due to the fact that it was in the middle of winter. As he began to get closer to the house, I became more and more terrified. I quickly and silently shut off my TV, turned out my lights and hid in my bedroom upstairs. I looked out my window and continued to watch his actions. Detective Julissa Trapp has always wanted to be a cop. And she is, but she's not like other cops. Not only is she the only woman on an all-male homicide squad, but she does her job in ways that may be seen as unconventional. When three women disappear from Santa Ana, California without a trace, it takes a detective like Detective Julissa to seek justice for them. In a brand new podcast from Wondery and the Los Angeles Times, Detective Trapp takes you into the life of this police officer and how she conducts herself relentlessly. It's hosted by an award-winning journalist, Chris Jofford, Detective Trap is the story of Detective Julissa and how she fights through her own struggles and society's indifferences to bring a serial killer to justice. I've listened to the first episode and I'm hooked already. So while listening to Detective Trap, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to great podcasts. I'll also post a link in the show notes so you can listen along with me. During this, the creature had now crossed my long backyard and made it to my house. At this point, I was finally able to see the horrific object it was carrying. In his arms, he was dragging the body of a young man behind him. I couldn't tell what the person looked like. He was too mutilated and torn up for me to be able to distinguish anything human about him. The creature then picked up the body and hung it against the wall with a meat hook, which was already pierced through the man's blood-drenched head. I almost vomited at the sight of this. The creature walked backwards stretching out its arms and letting out a subtle yawn. It was as if it finally completed a very hard task. It walked up to my back porch, its pace quickening after it hung up the body. I waited in silence and terror, the only noise coming from my quickly beating, pounding heart against my ribcage. Then... It looked up at me, and its smile widened. 
I jumped back in horror as it stepped closer to my back door. It reached out with its long arms and grabbed a hold of the doorknob. It slowly pushed open my back door and stepped inside. At this point, I was too stunned to do anything. I locked my door and moved to the corner of my room. I cowered under a blanket like a child and waited for my fate in fear. I knew that I was next. I heard it climbing up my staircase, making as little noise as possible. As it reached the top of my staircase, it stopped for a moment, as if contemplating how to mutilate me. Then it grabbed a hold of the doorknob and began to shake it violently. It kept shaking that doorknob, hoping to break it in, but to no avail. I heard the creature walk back down the stairs and head out my back door. I watched the creature as it slowly sulked back to the forest. I waited a few minutes in case it came back with some kind of axe to chop down my door. I must have waited in my room for at least half an hour before I finally decided it was safe. I quickly ran down the stairs and out of my house. I got into my car and drove out of there as fast as I could. Whatever that creature was, I did not want to be around when it came back. I went to the nearest town and rented a hotel. I stayed there for the night and decided that I would report the incident to the police in the morning. Look, I wasn't sure if they would believe me, but it was better than getting framed for a murder that I didn't commit. The next day I got up and drove to the police station to report the murder to the police. Right as I entered the station, however, I noticed everything seemed almost too calm. There was no missing person reports, no murder investigations taking place. It was as if the body I had seen last night never existed. It might as well have been my imagination too because when I returned home, the body wasn't there. In fact, there was no trace that any of last night's events had even happened. It was as if it was a dream. Look, it had to have been. It had to have been a dream. I probably just woke up frightened and ran out of my house in a panic. I kept telling myself these things, knowing in my heart that they weren't true. That night, I locked myself in my room and turned off my lights as soon as it got dark outside. I wanted to make sure the thing had no idea of my presence. Though it was hard to go to sleep, I finally dozed off. Only for a short time though, as I was soon awoken at around one in the morning to the sound of scratching. I sat up in my bed and looked out of my window, careful to stay hidden. To my horror, the creature was back, 
It was scratching against my wall. It was like it wanted to get my attention. When I looked at the wall where it placed the body last night, I saw 12 more in its place. Each one was hanging in different gruesome ways. Two people hung upside down from barbed wire, wrapped around their ankles. Others were nailed to the wall. One man was hanging from his intestines, which had been very precisely removed from his body. I looked away from this terrible sight. I waited for the creature to put me against the wall with the rest of these people. It opened my back door and entered my house, this time quicker as if it was more eager to add me to this collection. It climbed the staircase and again started shaking the doorknob. It kept shaking it until it finally snapped and the door slid open. I watched as the creature's silhouette silently crept through my door. It knelt next to me. At this point, I was too stunned to do anything. I just sat there waiting for my fate. It placed its hand on my chin and lifted my head up so I was forced to look in its empty eye sockets. I felt its warm breath against my face, which smelt of blood. And then, to my surprise, it spoke. Mother? It spoke with a slow and raspy voice. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. This creature was calling me its mother, speaking almost like a child speaking its first words. Look, I never had a son, but if I did, it certainly wouldn't look like this, this thing. But it almost looked sad as it spoke. Mother, are you scared, mother? Why are you scared, mother? I kept looking at this creature in horror. What the fuck was going on? Did this thing really think I was its mother? I sat in awe and shock at this horrible thing. I forced myself to look out the window at the horrific artwork that the beast laid out for me to see. The thing looked at me for a moment. As I contemplated an answer, in a shaky voice I said, Yes, I really, really love your gift. Its smile grew in excitement. It put my head down and I watched it slowly leave the room. I sighed with relief and moved away from the doorway. Just as I did, however, the creature turned around and looked at me. He said something that still, to this very moment, causes me to fear my life and everyone else's lives. Its final words to me are the reason I am getting this message out to everyone today. As he crept out the door for the last time, it said, 
I am not done, mother. Stay here. I am going to get more people. He hasn't returned yet. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 